Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, it's Ian and Jeff at the Auto Hub Show coming to you from Executive Summit. And speaking of executives, we have a real executive here. We have, I'm, I'm going to get you to introduce yourself because I want to pronounce your name right. Perfect. And, and Polly is the manufacturer of the pockets? Well, <laughs> the running joke is, uh, you know, we should be giving out well it's it's it, of course we know that you know you were the be our beloved hosts at uh, nada and man we sure love that everyone's conversation was about how awesome the, the the interviews were the lineup that we had and the the booth, the actual little stage we had set up for you guys. So it was, it was awesome. That that booth, that booth was crazy. That that was so good. Best booth of the show. I know. And that was our, uh, you know, our rookie season. So <laughs> that so, was pretty so cool. We'll bring it next year. You got oh my gosh! Wait, till you guys see what we have planned. No. So so is it true that the that the the podcast booth there is going to be a, on a rotating platform that raises up? Yeah, we're going to be like Janet Jackson or or uh, or uh, what's her name, J Lo. Oh, I like that. Oh, good. <laughs> um, sorry, you can go ahead. About it with Larry is, is you know a lot of people are afraid of change, um, but it's not about that. Um, as, as the industry continues to evolve with digital offerings, and, you know, digital retail, and, you know, you have to be able to deliver cars and deliver the information to customers the way they want it. And part of that is what we do with insurance, being able to offer it to customers in the way they want to have it delivered to them, whether they're sitting at home underwear or they're in the car dealership talking to the salesperson. So you know, we've got to be available to, to give them the information they need to make you know, a good buying decision. That's the other terms. That's, that's the thing that most dealers are afraid of. Because it's always the cliche. We've always done it that way. <laughs> and we hear that a lot. So. so so what's your opinion? Obviously being in the insurance business, what's your opinion on the change in insurance well, the, you know, just like anything else, the pandemic has, has put, a, put a beating on insurance. You think about a three-year-old Honda Accord a couple of years ago, that car was worth 20 grand. Today, that car's worth 30 grand. And so people are paying insurance on a, on a car that's now has a replacement value that's, you know, 30, 40% more than it was two, three years ago. Yeah. So the insurance market and the insurance business is so regulated. The insurance company just can't go, you know what, we're raising everybody's rates. They don't allow that. So what happens is customers come around to renew or they buy a new car and they all of a sudden they go, whoa, what what just happened to my insurance rate? They just doubled. I just had a buddy of mine call me and said, I, I had three vehicles. I dropped two. I'm down to one because I got a company vehicle and my insurance went up. 
And I said, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the life of the world we're in right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but it's like a close. Right now, the insurance is high. And, you know, interest rates are high and you know, cost of living is going up. But eventually, that will, that will change. It will become, you know, better for the consumers. But fortunate enough for us, we have partnered with people up to 44 or 45 insurance carriers. So now I can offer a customer the means to shop all 45 insurance carriers in about two to three minutes. Um, right now, I think we're the only ones that can do that. Yeah. So from the viewer perspective, obviously, uh, I'm assuming um, why should someone well, the really the, 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 the real sentiment here is why why aren't you using college? I mean, we're a free service to do this. We'll pay you to have a conversation with your customer, uh, whether they buy a policy or not. We'll we'll, we'll we pay the salesperson, we pay the dealer, um, a couple different programs. But I mean, the dealer can choose how how deep he wants to get into the insurance business. Um, if they want to get licensed and, and, and partake in commissions and get paid on renewals. Obviously, that's the most beneficial for a dealer. Um, it's like building a 401k. You know, that money can come in you know, every month. Um, but if they don't, and they just want to have an offering to their customers, especially the customers that don't have insurance, obviously those are the easy ones. But, but, on, our, but on our platform, you can buy insurance 24-7. So if you're having a you know, midnight madness sale and your customer doesn't have insurance, guess what? You're not waiting for that customer to come back the next day or, or hope they come back the next yeah. day because of insurance. Well, it's surprising that there's there's jurisdictions that are still out there where somebody has to get the car, sign it, get all the paperwork, pay for it, and then leave and go get insurance yeah. and go get their plates. Some places call it tags yep. and everything else and then come back a day or two later and get their car. I mean, for us, we come from a jurisdiction where the government, unfortunately, runs everything. They suck. But um, they they have the plates. They have every, the one thing they do very well. They have road agents that come to the dealership. You can take delivery of your car. Like I said earlier today, before the customer comes out of the ether, they can be rolled down, the, going down the road in their car, insured and plated. That's right. And listen, there was a, just an article um, this past week on in Automotive News about a dealer in Texas that, that lost, I say lost, had stolen... Um, four Land Rovers, same same individual, stolen ID, stolen, stolen information, and they didn't verify the insurance on the, on the on that car, and that would have avoided all that hassle from that dealer. They would have just used the services we provide, verify insurance. That wouldn't happen. So there, there's more to it than just selling insurance. You know, a lot of our dealers are using our our solution at the sales desk. You know, with the customers negotiating on a price of a vehicle, well, I can save you fifty, sixty dollars a month on your car insurance. Customer doesn't care where that savings is coming from. Left pocket, right pocket, doesn't matter. It's how much they're paying for that vehicle each month. Um, so a lot of dealers are, are using our, our our solution, and, and they have a second pencil process. They don't send a customer or, or the salesperson back out with a with an offer until they run ten months. And then of course, while the customer is waiting for finances, where we shine. You know, I've been in the car business thirty years. I mean, I'm surrounded by multi-multi-year uh, veterans of this industry. What did we do when a customer said yes to when they walked into finance? Not, nothing. We, you know, we put them in a lounge and, you know, hoped and prayed that they, you know, didn't get too upset that they were sitting there for 35, 45 minutes to an hour. Now we have a way to engage with that customer, keep them, you know, uh, occupied, if you want to call yeah. it that, but, but, but we're giving them a, a very viable 
you know, information as far as insurance goes, and then they save that money, $56 a month, and they walk into so, finance. So, finance so what you're telling me is a best practice isn't letting your customer sit in the waiting area, see a salesman go over, high five his buddy, Yep. And uh, and do the dance of joy, right? Okay, okay, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. I I think it's called sitting outside having a cigarette. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's on the back lot, but you know, God knows what they're doing. Uh, but they're not taking care of their customer, and the customer's sitting there going, "What's going on? Why is this taking so long? You know, where's my sales guy? Where's my yeah? It's, I've been here 30 minutes. With us, you know, I can give them a quote in about two to three minutes. If they want to talk to an agent, I have over 100 agents available. You know, uh, working hours of a dealership, 99 is our hours. But they can call an agent, talk to an agent about their insurance, whether they buy a policy or not. We're going to give them all the information they need to make a, a you know a very educated buying decision. Yeah. And when that happens, our average time is about 25, 30 minutes. Start to Keeps finish. them very, very activated. Very happy. They just, they just were offered a way to save money that they weren't expecting, which is unheard of in the car business. Um, so great CSI, great, 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 you know, um, you know Google reviews. And, and, you know, the customer at the end of the day is, is the winner. Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is if they sit in the waiting room, forget anything else they do everything right the salesman checks on them brings them a coffee their brain their brain gets cold Absolutely. they've just spent three hours going through a whole process and picking a car and a congratulation handshake their brain goes cold the the fni manager even the big stores there isn't somebody always available right. so at least this is a great way that they can they can be occupied they could be talking the car the only downside i can see is what if they don't get approved <laughs> well, you know we, we can we can unwind an insurance policy. Yeah. It, it's funny though. I had a conversation with a, with, a, with a dealer operator, and I said to him, you know, "What do you do now for your, for your customers who need insurance, or, or maybe you know wants to shop for insurance? What do you do now?" He goes, "Oh well, I think our sales team takes care of." And I said, "Well, you know what your sales team is doing to take care of the customer? They're calling Joe Smith down the street, who has an independent agency." And Joe is talking to that customer about gap insurance, service contracts, financing, and he cares zero about your customer. That customer, you just spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get them to come into the dealership and buy a car from you. The guy up the street doesn't care too much. And, and by the way, Joe does know a salesman somewhere else. He definitely does. Or sales lady, excuse me. He definitely me. does. So, again... It's a whole new vertical, a whole new stream of revenue that dealers have really been unable to tap into, and they can now with technology. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty outstanding. And I know what, because you have a very deep background in the automotive industry, and uh, it's a very smart thing to have an insurance company have a spokesman from the automotive industry instead of an iguana or a lizard. <laughs> this is true. This year was my 30th year in this industry. I love the car business. It's... Uh, the, the people that I've met from coast to coast, from California to New York to, you know, down in Florida where I'm from, I'm still friends with today. And, you know, we always talk about these when we come to these conferences. It's a, it's a, it's a you know, very small industry as far as the people that you know in this industry. And um, it's, it's been very good to me and my family. It's, you know, 
Uh, one thing I do, I don't, uh, I feel remiss if I didn't bring it up and I mentioned to you earlier, you've been quite, uh, quite public on social media about, and I can't remember the name of your, of the initiative about golf cl clubs for kids, underprivileged yeah. kids. Maybe tell us a little bit about that because yeah, so that's I terrific. For, yeah, I've started for the kids, Tampa Bay. Um, I'm a colon cancer survivor. I was away from the, from golf for about five years, uh, you know, dealing with my health and didn't think I could ever play again. And this year I had the opportunity through Polly to go and play uh, some golf up in Georgia and then go to the Masters on Sunday. And it, uh, it re-energized re my love for the sport that I've, I've been playing almost all my life. But I, I knew I needed to do something more. Um, yep. I got a second lease on life, thank God for that. And um, I, just, I just thought, you know what, there's something else I can be doing to help you know, other kids get the opportunities that I had when I was little. And so uh, with First Tee program, that's a YMCA program. It's all over the country, even up in, up in Canada. Uh, but the First Tee program and I and I started for the kids Tampa Bay, and we were able to deliver 105 sets of clubs this summer to the First Tee program in the Tampa Bay area. How can people help with that cost? You can shoot me an e email or, or, or instant message me on uh, LinkedIn. Um, I've had friends in the car business, again, I call them family send me clubs, mail me clubs from all over the country. And uh, we put together full sets of clubs, bag, putter, drivers, irons, mm -hmm. and we take them down and we give them to the kids and they actually get to play with them and then take them home. So that's great. There's the key. And I, I would imagine, and I don't know this at all, I maybe I'm wrong. It also helps kids stay, get occupied doing something other than getting into trouble. <laughs> and, and video games. Gosh. Oh, but yeah. well, no, golf video games are good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Terrific. Absolutely. We're hoping for that, and uh, uh, you coming to Used Car Week in uh, in San Diego? I will be a Used Car Week, but Tara Casica, my senior uh, uh, vice president of sales, will be there. She's winning an award for women in automotive. So, oh, uh, terrific! Well, we're looking forward to seeing her. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks, you guys. The same goes peace out. That's right. <laughs> okay.